0: Welcome to the Random City Podcast. Chester Copperpot! He was a pro! He never made it this far. A competitor. He was very good. Are you telling me that you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? Back off, man. I'm a scientist. Just listen to the old Pork Chop Express speaker's advice on a dark and stormy night. A person is smart. People are dumb, panicky, dangerous animals, and you know it. When Godzilla's coming, y'all be tripping. Where did you come from? From your blood. I'm brute you will be you underestimate my power he's gonna be the third scariest thing on that train these guys come from legend they're basically gods there's only one god man and i'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that hello welcome back to the random city podcast i'm jimmy in georgia we're back again for another episode of the random city podcast it's july 20th 2017 and good morning to you Or good evening, good afternoon, good night, whenever you may be listening to this particular one. One thing I guess I want to mention here to start off the shoe. Since we talked about Planet of the Apes last week, I guess I should mention here, at least briefly, Planet of the Apes did get the box office victory over Spider-Man Homecoming last weekend. So, congratulations to all those involved. I have not made it out to see this particular ape film just yet. I do want to see it. I hope to shortly. A lot of people I see in the podcast realm have been discussing things that have been going on over at D23 over the past weekend, and then I guess starting Wednesday night-ish, San Diego Comic-Con kicked off. The real Comic-Con, I get tired of all these other Comic-Cons who are fake and small and silly. Nothing's happened at San Diego Comic-Con yet. Last weekend with D23, if you're interested in Disney, Star Wars, Marvel, the parks, etc., 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 you've seen that information. It was on Twitter. It was on... Facebook, it was on all over the news sites, so there wasn't much happening with Star Wars when it comes right down to it, nothing exciting. Saw some really terrible aliens that looked more like Men in Black than Star Wars. Yeah, I think that'll be my coverage for D23. I'll see you next time with the Random City Report D23. One more thing I'd like to mention in the last few days since the last episode came out. George Romero, the father of the modern-day zombie, passed away. And I've seen some tweets from lots of different people, such as Kevin Smith and Robert Kirkman, just you know expressing their admiration and condolences. George Romero, definitely very influential in the past, what, 40, 50 years now, with his movies and then the, the people who were inspired by his movies. The Walking Dead, obviously, Kirkman said if it wasn't for Romero, there would be no Walking Dead. Greg Nicotero is a huge part of The Walking Dead. He worked on... I think it was Dawn of the Dead back in the 80s with with Romero. So there's all sorts of things. The modern zombie just wouldn't be there without Romero. So if you're into those things, he was responsible for a lot of those. And if you didn't like those things, he was responsible for lots of those. Every year we hear of more of these famous people, people maybe we follow, people we enjoy their work, their songs, their movies, their art, whatever it is. Just dozens, it seems like probably more than that, really, pass away every year. And I I do think sometimes that gives us a second to pause and think about our own life and our own mortality and how none of us are promised tomorrow. None of us are going to be here forever. And sometimes I think we feel like these celebrity people are special and different and they have some pass on things in life. Well, in some ways I guess they do, but everyone has has a day that they're not going to be here anymore. So... Let's bring the show down. All right. We're going to go on into some other random things. And a couple movies around this time of, of mid-July had their 30th anniversaries, one of which being RoboCop. And I saw Alamo Draft House. We we actually have one of those nearby here now, about 30 some odd miles away from here, which is kind of cool. We haven't been up there yet. They'll be having a 30th anniversary screening in September for RoboCop. I don't think I'll be going I liked RoboCop a lot as like a nine ten year old but I watched it maybe two years ago, and this happens a lot with 80s movies, and I honestly think it held up in a lot of ways. I just wasn't... It had been so long since I'd seen it. I didn't realize how violent and how, how much language and all those types of things <laughs> that were in this movie, and I'm like, wow, I watched this when I was 9? And again, I say that most weeks on the show. But yeah, RoboCop, it was an interesting concept. I like the concept still. I don't understand quite how you have an R-rated movie such as RoboCop, and they did this with other things like Rambo or R-rated movies, and they made cartoon series and toys, and with RoboCop they made a video game I used to have for the Nintendo, and that just really doesn't make much sense. When your audience is supposed to be 17 or older, I don't get the marketing to kids. Speaking of that, a Nintendo game for RoboCop, one of the worst games I, I remember, and I know we talked about E.T., Uh, a couple weeks back on the show et is infamous as like the worst video game ever because how quickly it was made and put out they were in a, a landfill somewhere out in the middle of the desert and that was proven that wasn't just an urban legend but i remember playing a terrible game that apparently has been remade and super popular right now it seems like i hear about it a lot on social media but in the 80s there was a friday the 13th video game for the nintendo and i had it Again, was watching and playing games and things. I don't understand why I was allowed to do these things, but I was. And the game was terrible. Like, you would run into Jason occasionally, and every once in a while you were able to survive the attack, but I could never do more than that. I, I played the game for hours on end and running around finding different little weapons and different counselors and different blah, 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 blah. It was, it was horrible. <laughs> it really, really was. I tried, I don't know how many times, to try to do something with it. It was unbeatable. I don't know, but yeah, there's apparently a newer version of this, PlayStation, maybe some other consoles now, and I hear apparently people really dig it, so maybe you can actually kill Jason now. I don't know. Anyway, back to the 30th anniversary thing. Another movie I really love, and I I still love this one. I would say I like this a lot more than RoboCop. This movie I don't think gets much love. Summer School came out in July of 1987. I love Summer School. This is one of those movies... I probably didn't see it till it came out on video, I'm pretty sure, so it may have been 1988 before I actually had, had watched this one, but it was a fun movie, the kind of goofball teacher, is stuck with the summer school class, there's some oddballs and some weirdos, a pregnant girl, just, you know, whoever. One of the girls, Kelly Minter, I think's her name, was in Friday, not Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, and The People Under the Stair, several movies in that era, one of the young men who really were the the funny two to me, the ones that really stick out, were, let's see what their names were here on IMDb, was Francis Chainsaw Grimp and Dave Frazier, played by Dean Cameron and Gary Riley And they were these two kind of geeky, I don't know, I kind of feel like they were surfers, I don't remember if they were specifically surfers, but they were into horror movies, they talked about the Chainsaw Massacre a lot, and there was one scene in particular where they actually had a new teacher coming in to replace Mark Harmon, and... They they did, like, special effects makeup. Well, in you know, in the story. Not in, you know, they obviously didn't do this in the real life. But in the story, in the movie, they did special effects makeup on all their classmates. And make, made them all look like they had been, you know, hacked at the neck and hung. And had their eye poked out and their arm chopped off. And, and all these things. And the substitute teacher came in and was screaming. And the principal was, you know, having none of that. But I remember with with this movie, just being really funny and... I think this is one of the first movies I remember with Mark Harmon. he He's still around today. And I don't know if NCIS is still going on, but he was on that show forever. Made a ton of movies over the years. Christy Alley was in this one. And this may have been. This may have been. Wild. I think she was already on Cheers at this point. She would have had to have been, I'm pretty sure. But this was back in her heyday. It was a fun movie. If you haven't ever seen it, I'd say check it out. I don't know that it's on uh, Netflix. It honestly, made, it's old enough. It might be on YouTube, <laughs> but uh, I had a good time with, with watching this movie. And I think, if I remember correctly, I ended up watching Chainsaw Massacre one and two because about this time there was one in, a sequel made in the early to mid eighties. And I remember, I think it was after this movie came out and them referencing that movie quite a bit and even showing parts of it. I was I wanted to check that out and I remember I think it was around that time that I watched it, but. uh Again, I'm watching stuff I had no business watching as a small child. But anyway, summer school, fun movie. 30th anniversary. Kind of fun stuff there. One more random little thing, I guess, before we get into my random selection for this week. I saw where Sigourney Weaver, last Thursday, as the show came out, had some comments. I think it was on EW about the Ghostbuster movie that came out last year. If you didn't see them, maybe you did, maybe you didn't. She had a, a small cameo in the movie. As did the surviving cast members of the original Ghostbusters minus Rick Moranis. And uh, I really enjoyed it. I I loved it. It was honestly still my favorite movie from last year. Rogue One being number two. But she had a few things to say and I thought they were interesting. And it's nothing, I guess, groundbreaking or brand new or anything. But she said, I was very surprised by the backlash. I can't begin to interpret it. Frankly, I thought it was very childish and cruel. I guess if you saw the movie as a kid, you feel possessive over it. But come on, things change. Women are at the table, and there are plenty of projects to go around. It was a good movie, I thought. They were splendid in it, and no one's taking away the original, so I'll never be quite able to understand what happened, except that it was unfortunate. And I think the thing that was unfortunate, all these people on the internet prejudged the movie based on a few pictures, based on the fact they were women, based on whatever, and did not even give it a chance, or even attempt to go, you know, see if it was any good, and badmouthed it for what, six months or a year prior to its release. So, of course, it was doomed to fail. But it was a funny movie. It was a good movie. I enjoy it quite a bit. I've seen it multiple times. I've seen it more than any other movie that came out last year. I've probably watched it four or five times already. I think I've seen Rogue One two, maybe three. Of course, Rogue One's dark and kind of depressing. Everybody dies. And so, I like Ghostbusters. (laughs) It's fun. But yeah, I just thought I'd bring that up. I guess that's going to be all for our random chatter here to kick off the episode. And the thing we're going to talk about here in our main event, the random selection for the week, are the, the new Scooby-Doo movies. So we're going to throw in a random commercial here, and we'll be right back with more Random City Podcast. It's the best of the new Scooby-Doo movies, a classic collection co-starring a host of celebrities, The Three Stooges, Laurel and Hardy. DOD with special guest Speed Buggy! The, the best of the new scooby Doo movies. A must-have for every animation lover. It's superheroes <laughs> celebrities. The famous Don Adam. Adams. You're right, that's ridiculous. And one scared dog all teamed up to solve some spooky mysteries. So I guess it was a mm, little over a week ago, Amazon Prime had its Amazon Prime Day, and I'm sure you've if you're on the internet, you are familiar with the concept. They had good deals on some things, not so great deals on others. One of the things they had a really good deal on was the collection, the best of the new Scooby-Doo movies. This was 15 of the, I believe, 23 episodes of this show. I think there was a, or maybe 24. I think, I think there was a 16-episode first season and an 8-episode second season, something like that. So there's definitely some missing here. But it's the only collection that's been released thus far and may ever be released because it's just 10 years old, maybe? I was checking the back of the box for a copyright, and I do not see one, so I'm not sure, but it's been out quite a while. So in this particular set, we get uh, episodes with the Three Stooges, Batman and Robin, Jonathan Winters, Don Knotts, Laurel and Hardy, the Harlem Globetrotters, uh, a couple of those, couple of Batman and Robins, actually three Harlem Globetrotters, Don Adams, Speed Buggy, Mama Cass Elliot, and Dick Van Dyke. And I've gone through a couple of these already since I've picked this up. But this was, this was my favorite Scooby-Doo. Uh, I love Scooby-Doo. I, I always have. It's been one of those shows that, as a kid, I just love Scooby-Doo. I mean, I don't know. I just watched it a lot. Um, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? I have all of the sh- seasons of that. But Scooby-Doo movies here were the ones I feel like I remember seeing the most. Uh, I don't know. Maybe not. But it feels that way to me. And so I love the ones with Batman and Robin, with the Harlem Globetrotters. And one thing that's kind of sad with this set that I picked up. One of my favorite ones, and I honestly don't even know why, apart from the little song is kind of catchy. There was an episode with Jerry Reed. And if you're not familiar with Jerry Reed, you may have seen him in Smoking the Bandit as the snowman or in The Water Boy as the coach. I can't remember his name uh, for the Louisiana State, whatever they were, that Bobby was the water boy to begin with before he got fired. And I always like to quote him. <laughs> I do my bad impressions a lot. He he says two things. The first part, he's like, you're fired. Kind of like, it reminds me of Vince McMahon. But then later on in the movie, there's a part where Bobby has baked his, his graduation information from, from a school. And he confronts him in this pep rally. And he gets Bobby kicked off the team, basically. And he says, "This says here, yeah, you graduated from South Lafayette High School in Lafayette, Louisiana. Problem is, ain't no South Lafayette High School in Lafayette, Louisiana. So once again, you're fired. Oh, uh, Jerry Reed. But anyway, in this particular episode, there's like a a phantom at the opera or something. You know, the phantom at the Opry. I don't know. There's some kind of ghost or something at this place where Jerry Reed's playing his music. And typical Scooby-Doo stuff. They try to solve the mystery. There's music playing. And they run around from the ghost and go in one door out the other and blah, blah, blah. But they play some of Jerry Reed's music. And there's this one song that's stuck with me for all these years. And I still, on a weekly basis or something, I think about it. It was Pretty Mary Sunshine. She's alright with me. I may be wrong on the lyrics here, uh, but it's something to that effect. Um, (laughs) So I was kind of bummed that wasn't in the set. But uh, thus far, I've watched the first couple, and these are 42-minute episodes, so these would have been an hour long, you know, with commercials on television. I watched The Ghostly Ghostly Town with the Three Stooges, and I watched The Dynamic Scooby-Doo Affair with Batman and Robin. The first one, with the three stooges it was okay i i I don't know i I never liked the stooges as much but i really did like the one with batman or robin uh it was one if you've seen them you may have there was a a lady who was counterfeiting money and she just happened to use the joker and the penguin as her stooges no pun intended so my cover art this week is a sketch i did a few weeks back main part of it's actually a pretty big sketch i did the Scooby Gang, or Mystery Incorporated, really. And Scooby Gang's technically the Buffy the Vampire Slayer, I suppose. But I did Mystery Incorporated on a uh, 11 by 14 I think it was, sheet of marker paper. And it's, it's pretty big. And so I um, took that into Photoshop put in a background behind it. Because I, I did leave the, the outside edges white on my page. And then I've done some sketches of the old Batman and Robin from the 66 Batman. And so I put those guys in there and they put a photo with them. And that's the cover art for this week. Um, which I'm you know, keeping up my tradition of using my uh, sketches as my cover art. Which I think is kind of fun. But anyway, I'd, if you haven't seen these Scooby-Doo movies, it's awesome. It's the it's my favorite Scooby-Doo. Check them out. I love the Harlem Globetrotters. I don't even know why. Really, I don't. It was just goofy. Um, I haven't got to those episodes yet, but I'm looking forward to that as I go through these series. And sometimes I'll get these sets and I never finish them. I, I bought the first... was it 30 episodes of the real ghostbusters last summer and i got through maybe half of those i bought the first part like season one part one of the gi joe i'm almost finished with that and it's taken almost a year around a year Uh, i got the transformer season one and i've got like just a few into that i don't know i just don't i don't keep up with these very much i do like them still but it i don't know it just i don't have the the binge watching that i used to i just i don't have the patience for that anymore yeah, know, hour or two of television a day, and I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm like, all right, I'm kind of done with television. <laughs> anyway, I think that's gonna wrap up this random episode again. I don't know. I think I've been toying with the idea here lately, and I don't know that it's gonna happen. But I'm really thinking of doing an office podcast because sometimes with this show, like I, I come up with random things to talk about. You know, random city podcasts, I can talk about whatever I want. There's nothing you know set in stone that I have to do something. Like some podcasts are. And I feel like something like The Office I'd have more fun, maybe. Just because it's my favorite show, and I've seen it close to seven times now. (laughs) I'm getting there, anyway. I know I've seen all the way through five times. I'm in my sixth viewing, and now I've started going back. I've never done this before, and I'm watching all the episodes with commentaries, and I'm almost up through the end of season two with the ones with commentary. So, that's kind of like on my seventh viewing, almost. So, I really like that show. So, I've been toying with that idea. And I don't know i've I've done this here and there. I've come up with an idea for a show, and I just never did it. I had two of those back about three years ago around right at three years ago actually I was thinking of doing a Marvel Star Wars podcast about the old Marvel comics that Star Wars had, and some some other people have have done that in the in the meantime and hey, that's great, good for them and then I was going or was thinking of doing or planning to do a community podcast around that same time, and I like community is is was, was a great show, but I've only seen it the one time. I watched it all the way through once. I'd be much more knowledgeable about something like The Office that I've seen over and over. So I think that might be kind of fun. I don't know. I haven't haven't decided. I'll, I feel like when I get into the podcasting mode, sometimes I try to overcommit. And I'd rather be consistent and not try to do too much. So, yeah. If, you like, if you're if you listening and you like The Office and you think that might be an interest, let me know. That'd be great. Hit me up on Twitter or wherever else. It doesn't matter. So I guess that's going to wrap up the show. If I'm mentioning Twitter, um, you can follow me at Jimmy and Georgia at Random City. Over on Instagram, it's at Jimmy and Georgia at Random City Podcast. The Random City Podcast is in iTunes. It's in Satchel Players and Google Play. You can find the Jimmy and Georgia radio feed in iTunes and in Stitcher. You can email the show, randomcitypodcastgmail.com. You can call into the show, text a message, whatever you want to do, 773-71-RANDOM. And that pretty much wraps us up. If you have any thoughts about scooby-doo robocop summer school sigourney weaver <laughs> ghostbusters send them in in between shows we'd love to hear from you and until next time i'm jimmy georgia peace